Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So at the end of the year, when the Clippers say, should we move on from Paul George? They're going to show the end of this game and they're going to say, yep, yep, playoff P, at it again. An incredible ending. The Jazz hold on to win game one against the Clippers, 112-109. When the Clippers tried a very bold strategy at the end of the game, hey, no one's going to try to take this last second shot. Nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it. Paul George didn't want it. Passed. Kawhi Leonard didn't want it. Passed. And it was Marcus Morris? 
who tried a 24-footer from three to tie the game. That Rudy Gobert blocked. The rebound came up. A, a, a shot was chucked up. Didn't even reach the rim as the clock hit zero. So you had the Clippers have with oh, their two big stars, and nobody wanted to take that shot. They knew they needed a three. Nobody took it. They couldn't get open enough, and they passed up. Marcus Morris is the guy in the corner taking a last-second shot for the Clippers. Of all the things that, is, that have crushed them, Mike, this playoff so far, the two biggest games, the biggest games where they could have tilted series, we had the one game in the last round against the Mavericks when Paul George didn't want to take the shot and pass to Terrence Mann, and now you have this game where nobody wanted to take a shot that you had to take with time ticking down, and Marcus Morris is the guy taking that last-second shot for the Clippers. So you got Kawhi does the handoff to Paul George. George gets it back to Kawhi, and for whatever reason, he, he gets it to Morris in the corner, and then he's crying, screaming, get me the ball back. Uh, meanwhile, it's getting blocked uh, by Rudy Gobert, and Kawhi's just got his hands up, give me the ball. It's like, why'd you give it up? There were five <laughs> seconds left on the clock. Oh. You're the guy. You're supposed to be the assassin. That Look, is... great effort by the Clippers. You could have mailed it in at any point. You saw how tired they were. But they had a 13-point lead at half. And then Donovan Mitchell takes over. You're still hanging tight. And, and you get it to Morris for mm. the would-be the game-tying three-point shot. What are we doing? What oh, are we doing? Goodness. Well, you know, let's find out what we're doing. Because joining us now on the hotline, our teammate here at Fox Sports Radio, 17 years in the National Basketball Association. You can follow him on Twitter at Olden Polynese one That's at Olden Polynese one Fox Sports Radio, NBA analyst. OP, man, that was some kind of way on how not to play basketball at the end by the Clippers. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was really kind of erratic at the end there. And you're right, um, Kawhi had the ball in his hands, you know, six seconds on the clock. And even though they did send – they sent a double team, but it wasn't a hard double team. It was a soft double team. And he saw it coming, and he passed the ball. But, again, you're, in, you're on the team to take those shots. And so the same way we go at LeBron James when he makes passes, you know, Kawhi's got to get the same heat. You know, you got to take that shot. You can't give it up and then want it back. (laughs) You just got to hold it and keep it in your hand. And that was the difference between him and Donovan Mitchell tonight. Donovan Mitchell said, I'm taking these shots. I'm going to the basket. I'm attacking. And so we saw two different styles of play from two, you know, star players. You know, I do want to give credit to the Jazz because the one thing they did well, and it's like you said, they threw soft guys, but they had everybody out at the three-point line. They weren't going to fit. They, you know, they didn't do some crazy defense and guys get lost. They still had guys out there where, hey, we're going to make you work for this three. Like, you, you'll be able to take it, but we want to cover. We don't want to leave anybody wide open. And, and suddenly it's, you know, Kawhi's got it, a drive and a kicker here. You know, they, they were on everybody. I mean, you, you figure, okay, they pass it off to Marcus Morris. He's going to get off some kind of an open shot and he didn't so that was I mean that was a really good solid way I felt the Jazz played the end of that game defensively oh no they definitely did they, they everybody was on top of the three-point line and a lot of teams and a lot of times in a lot of teams you'll see that they drop under the basket when the team needs a three to tie the game and it always baffled me that people just don't understand the only shot that can really hurt you is a three. So if they get a layup, so what? Then now they got a foul because they're going to still be down one. 
and you go make free throws and stuff like that. But, you know, I thought the Jazz did an excellent job. But the problem for the Clippers in that situation, the one guy, and it's not even Kawhi or Paul George, the guy they needed on that court, Mr. Confident, plowed out, and that's Reggie Jackson. Just 17 minutes on the night, three of six uh, from the field, three of five from three-point range, but uh, six fouls, minus seven on the night, nine points. Uh, the shot was there early, Olden just couldn't avoid the, well, what some might say are touch fouls, but they're fouls just the same. Hey, this is the NBA playoffs. I mean, <laughs> you're supposed to let them play. And I think for the most part, they letting guys play. But some of the fouls, it's almost like the hard fouls they let go and the ticky tack they call. <laughs> yes. has always been absurd to me. <laughs> I've never well, that's just it. The, 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 the logic behind that. Well, the play that Jackson fouled out on. Like, there's there's a little bit of contact, but it's like, really? To, to disqualify the guy from the game? You know what the situation is. How you call well, that he foul? picked that foul up because Donovan Mitchell played that foul. Oh no, it was a good job. Good good acting. Oh yeah. You know, you know the thing is 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 OP it's not about Paul George not making clutch shots because he made the you know he made the big 3 with 38 seconds left, right? So he made the big 3 with, but it's those shots at the end of games where it's not like hey, we need a basket here, I can make it. But when you get inside of 10 seconds and we absolutely need a hoop, I just have no interest in making it. Now he he had a bad night shooting, but he had just made a 3 and he couldn't get rid of that ball fast enough back to Kawhi Leonard. I mean, it wasn't like he drew defenders to him. No, it was like you give it to me, I'm going to give it right back to you because uh, I really don't want it. And then like he gives to pretend, hey, give it back to me, give it back to me. I mean, really, I mean, look, Kawhi, at least, if I'm looking of the two on, on that play, Kawhi was the guy that at least looked for the shot a little bit, didn't have it. I mean, still dish it off, but man, Paul George didn't even, not even for one second did he think, I can dribble, try to find my shot and make this. Not for one second did he think about making that. No, he did not. And something else that's going to come up, and I don't know if he'll address it, but I noticed it. The, the, the chance from the Utah fans, <laughs> I think that's going to get to them. Because I actually just I, had that I, in my I notes. Noticed, yeah. I noticed when they started chanting overrated, it, it's almost like you could see like there's an emotion that came over him. And so we're going to have to keep our eyes on, you know, as far as like when he's playing in Utah against them because that might really be something that's like gonna mess him up because it. Really, I could tell like there was a shift in, in 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 his body language and everything else. So, you know, you gotta understand. I'm like, fans are gonna chance stuff. You can't let that stuff get to you, man. You just yeah, gotta I mean, toughen up, buckle down, and play basketball. You one of the top players in the world. You know, there's only 500 people in in those jobs, so you you're there. If you're overrated, I guess it's because, you know, they probably compare you to Magic, I mean, Magic and Michael and those guys. So don't worry about it. Just play basketball. Tough when those comparisons start start flowing. So which part do you, do you take from this? Hey, we had a 13-point lead at halftime, positive, or a three-point loss. Which ways in that locker room? The three-point loss. The 13 points, that's going to happen. Teams, you know, you come off a, 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 an enormous win against the Dallas Mavericks in a game seven. Your height, you know, first game on the road, yeah, you're going to have that emotion. But then it usually dies down at halftime like it did. And then the home team came out, you know, like I said, Donovan Mitchell came out like gangbusters and just took over the game in like the first four or five minutes. And – 
you know, the Clippers fought back valiantly, but again, horseshoes and hand grenades. <laughs> Olden Polonese, our guest right now, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. All right, the one thing you can say about the Clippers is that they are resilient. Right, you know, there was a couple of times in the last series it looked like that could be it. They could go out very meekly, but they come back and find a way to beat the Mavericks. Uh, do you still see that resiliency, do you, or is this a series where, hey, this is a game that can really tilt it towards the Jazz and they might not recover from it? Really uh, resilient a little bit. I give them resilient about maybe ten percent. Dallas blew that series. Okay, let's not give the Clippers all the credit. <laughs> The Dallas Mavericks blew that, <laughs> and they blew it in game three. So let's put that on the back burner. But, yeah, I mean, for the most part, the Clippers, you know, they, they fought hard, but, again, that close doesn't count. But Utah did what they're supposed to do. They held home court. Now, the, the critical thing about this is they won without Mike Conley. Right. Now, if they able to, you know, I'm sure he'll probably pay, play in game two. They hope it. But that's a key. He makes things go. He makes them faster. You know, their offense runs well with him. And so to be able to escape, and that's what they did tonight. They escaped with a win without Mike Conley, and that's big. And so to me, I still say advantage Utah. Succeed and proceed, as they say, Olden. Uh, Take the three-point victory and move on to heroics uh, of Donovan Mitchell uh, tonight. All right, we we have this discussion all the time, and and Jason has uh, lobbed the, hey, he's the closest thing we have playing right now to Kobe Bryant. Where do you put him in the stratosphere of the young stars of the game? Who's that? Donovan Mitchell. The closest thing to Kobe Bryant? Nah, the closest thing to Dwayne Wade, he's more Dwayne Wade-ish than Kobe-ish. Which is oh, his he's guy. Got, he's of got more of a killer mentality than, than – he's got that Mamba mentality, man. Donovan's yeah, he got has that. that. Hey, listen, anybody that just shoots whenever they want, that's called Mamba mentality. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 he only took 30. Come on, old – he'll get ice on that arm. He'll be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but the thing about them is the fact that They've the whole year has been about the three point shot, but the the key for Donovan Mitchell is the fact that he can make that shot. He has a green light, but he's so athletic. He can get inside. He can handle, and so he's a tough, tough person to defend. And it was funny because they kept switch. Listen, I know Luke Kennard can make shots, but that man couldn't guard me right now. <laughs> and so it was. I'm like, listen, Ty Lue, you should have went offense and defense, you know. Just make the substitutions. Go offense, defense. There's no way you should have kept Luke Kennard in the game to defend against Donovan Mitchell. They were looking for that switch. And every time he got that switch, he smiled and went to the basket. Hey, OP, lastly, I got to ask, were you the one that voted for Derrick Rose for MVP? <laughs> Was that your ballot today that, that put Derrick Rose got the – no. <laughs> I voted for Chris Paul. I thought he did an incredible job with that team. <laughs> it was are are you okay with Jokic winning? Oh definitely. That's that's who should have won. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate what Steph did with the Warriors and what Embiid did, but he missed twenty one games. Jokic didn't miss any games. He played the season. He carried that team after Jamal Jamal Murray went out. 
he's definitely the MVP. You can follow him on Twitter at Olden Polonese One. That's at Olden Polonese One, Fox Sports Radio, NBA Insider. OP, as always, Brady, appreciate it, my friend. We will talk to you next week. Have fun. Enjoy right. the games. Take care, guys. Thanks, Olden. Great stuff there from Olden, man. Look, he couldn't Fantastic guard me right stuff. now. He couldn't guard me right now. That was great. <laughs> Canard, uh, 29 minutes, 7 of 9 from the field, 4 of 6 from three-point range, uh, 18 points. He was plus 4 on the night. So Well, he uh, was hot. In the, he was hot early. Oh, he was. I mean, that's the thing yeah. is he did carry them early. He was the only guy that was really scoring well, for them. As early. soon as Jackson got in foul trouble, everything everything shifts. Yeah, the that ball's was it. In, uh, ball's in Paul George's hand a ton. And, and as Olden said, I mean, the overrated chance, we, you know, when I got a chance, I was turning up the volume and certainly our executive producer Justin Frostberg passing along the notes of the chant uh you could see um in in Paul George's countenance going to the free throw line here in the chant at one point a little little bit affected or so it seemed by it so we'll see how that plays out in the series yeah, and you can't you can't play that way. You can't have rabbit ears and and play professional. I I can't believe Kevin Durant is as successful as he is, and he hears everything. I mean, he got in a whole back and forth blank you with ESPN's Jay Williams today about he was mad that he that he compared Giannis, uh, he compared KD to Giannis, and, and they get into it on social media over. I mean, I mean, really? I mean, KD, what do you care about that? Well, I mean, he cares it's so in the, much it's in about the middle what of a series. No, but this one though is you know you're you're basically putting him and thrusting him into the conversation of, yeah, who's better here? And and saying in your words that, that this guy isn't isn't worth your time to keep his name out you know out of out of a sentence with mine and, and whatever else. It, you know, inflammatory. And then, you know, there's all the debates. Well, did it happen? And if it did, should Jay Williams have uh, just uh, kept that one as a nice little note that he told at cocktail parties once at a blue moon uh, instead of airing it out on national television? Mm. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. So when I say things like, hey, you know, Donovan Mitchell's the closest thing we have to Kobe Bryant as far as the mentality, the shots, the clutch, the the ability to score in streaks. I mean, tonight is what I mean by that. Like he wasn't even feeling good. Like he had a he had an intestinal uh, problem tonight. Quinn Snyder said, "Yeah, he was he was moving around kind of." Yeah, gingerly. but he showed he great intestinal 45. fortitude. Yeah, well, he did. He had the he had the he had the uh, what did uh, what did what did Jesse Ventura used to always say? Um, oh, I forget what his phrase he used to say. It's it's not coming to me. Uh, but still, forty five points. He had the first ten points of the third quarter when 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 uh, things were in trouble for the for the Jazz a bit and the Clippers were coming back. I mean, uh, he's it, man. I mean, if if people are just rediscovering tonight the kind of superstar he is, okay, because I get it that there's been so much time and so many other people that we've talked about over the course of the year. You know, Jokic winning the MVP. Okay, I get it. We're concentrating on that. We're talking a lot more about Devin Booker. And, and in the East, obviously, Trey Young was a big deal, and so was Julius Randle and all these guys. And you forget about Don. Okay, right, he plays on Utah. We don't see many of his games during the season. It happens in the playoffs. He was hurt a while. Um, he has been the difference, right? They didn't play without him in game one. They lost. What happened since then? All they do is win. All I do is win. That's all he does is win. 45 tonight when they needed him against the Clippers. I mean, he's it, man. It's tonight is what I talk about when he's the closest thing to Kobe. And clearly you saw that the rest of the country, hopefully everybody else is understanding just how special this guy is. 
Twitter right out about a fresca. Mike gets swollen dome, the Jason Smith show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up, we have more on this game and more on just what happened at the end with Kawhi and Paul George. Paul George, stay away from social media for like the next eight years after tonight. And, uh, you know, Kawhi, too. Uh, more on this huge ending, incredibly exciting night in basketball coming up next right here. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to win. Not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and those. Then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh, yes, sir. greatness. And, you know, now there's another city I can't go to anymore, Mike, in the last couple minutes. Kind of surprised. Cleveland. Didn't know. No, it's not Cleveland. Uh, okay. Before we get to that, you know, th- this bears before, and, and we'll have more on the Clippers and Kawhi and Paul George playing hot potato with the basketball at the end. The Jazz beat the Clippers 112-109, to likely because no Clippers wanted to take the final shot in the last 10 seconds and they wind up getting a bad three from Marcus Morris. It gets blocked by Rudy Gobert. And now the Jazz have a one game to none lead. Now, here's the thing, because there's got to be something we're not being told. Because here is Donovan Mitchell, 45 points, player of the game by far for the Utah Jazz. And the post-game interview on TNT is done by Rebecca Harlow. And look, Rebecca Harlow's great. I worked with Rebecca Harlow at, at NFL Network. She's terrific. Does a great job, absolutely. But Shaquille O'Neal went out of his way to insult Donovan Mitchell earlier this year, saying, I don't know that you and the team has what it takes, and I, I'm not a believer in you. You know, really surprising him with that interview after a game. And I give Mitchell all the credit in the world for just – keeping composed and answering Shaq's questions. But now that the Jazz are winning and when he's having big games, the last two times on TNT that Donovan Mitchell has had big games, the end-of-game interview has not gone to Shaquille O'Neal. We had Reggie Miller, and now we have Rebecca Harlow. So something's up, whether it is TNT saying we don't want this – because we, we don't because this will be this might look bad for Shaq or it's Mitchell's people saying I don't want to talk to Shaq something is up because it's 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 great TV and what NBA fans want to see now, this is a little bit inside the NBA because look the the hardcore NBA it's what they fans, call it yeah look the hardcore <laughs> NBA fans know that you know what what uh, Shaq said in the in his post game interview to Donna Mitchell a few months ago but this is one of those things that hey if you're gonna have somebody interview Donovan Mitchell have Shaq do it right so it becomes a big thing right? It'll trend on social media. It'll be something people talk about. You don't know what Shaq is going to say. You don't know what Mitchell's going to say in response. You want to see why, and then it will be a big deal. People will pay attention to it, and then they'll say, why is it such a big deal? Because of what happened, and it's a big thing for TNT, but something has to be up because there's no reason why second time in a row it's not done because if this is TNT saying we want to keep Shaq from some kind of embarrassment, that's weak. He called called Mitchell out. He called the Jazz out. Now he's got to suck it up. If it's Donovan Mitchell saying, no, I don't want to talk to Shaq, dude, 
Why not? This is when you can say, still hate us, Shaq? Still think we're not doing yeah. well? Why, why are you backing away? This is when you're, you're only going to talk to Shaq if you had a great game and your That's team right. wins, right? If you shoot two for 17 and you lose by 25, TNT's not saying, hey, we could have taken Kawhi. He had 50. Instead, let's go to Donovan Mitchell, who was two for 17. So you're only doing it if you're playing well and you get to shove it in his face. So I don't get why, but something's got to be up because it doesn't make sense we didn't get this. Yeah, you got to get your stroll on. I, I, it's certainly not coming from Mitchell. He can't. Right? It, it just can't be. Uh, but on a night where they're sitting there in the studio celebrating all their Emmys, congratulations. Fantastic stuff. A group of those, congratulations to Joe Buck, to Emmanuel Acho, all of those at Fox that won. Uh, but the inside, the NBA guys, they, they've got them there and, and they're celebrating. Uh, you could just throw those to the side because if you can't take an interview with Donovan Mitchell, what's it all matter? Yeah. yeah <laughs> You're going to play grab ass running to a wall and whatever. <laughs> it's like you, you can talk to the star of the game. Swallow your pride. You know, Shaq will mumble something in his general direction and we'll move on but yeah. you know that's multiple times that you've had these monster games and let's call it what it is he had a bad first half and then he came out like a house of fire in the third quarter and, and they never looked back and so th- this is one where you got to wear it you know you, you said something silly if it if it's now up in their locker room I'd love to see a shot of it uh, either way, you know, they, they need to figure this out because that, that's good television, for one, uh, mm-hmm. and and what you're waiting on, right? And those are the guys that, and again, it's, it's no disrespect to Rebecca Harlow, to Reggie Miller, to anybody else courtside. It always goes back into the TNT nerve center, and suddenly it's not just when Donovan Mitchell's there. No, no, no. It's bad business. Come on, guys. Exactly. Mm. Like, let's pull up our big boy pants. It's your turn tonight. I really it, it's a win for every it's a win for both sides. It's yeah. a win for television because TNT gets it. You don't know what's being said. It's a win for Mitchell because he gets to say, I told you so. He gets to have that moment of how do you think about us now, Shaq? What, what, do, you, what do you think now, Shaq? How do you think? What do you think? What do you think, Shaq? Hey, how's the general Shaq? How I would say this. Going, the, Shaq? Only, the only <laughs> contrarian thought to it for me, Jason, is Mitchell would say my job's not done yet. He'll wear it once I'm hoist, hoisting a trophy. Yeah, but that, but you can always. But then you won't get then. to do that because they won't be on the call for the finals. Right. So you wouldn't right. get to do that to next October. Right. I mean, that's gonna, a that's a slow burn. But right. if you want, if you wanted to wait and say <laughs> at the end, saying, "Hey, so yeah, I'm sorry, I don't want to do the interview with you. You got Shaq's phone number. Let's do that. Let's call him right now. Uh, you could find. So we could say, "Hey, Shaq, tell me." <laughs> I will not finish the rap. (laughs) He could have backed away from it if he wanted to. Like, if he didn't want to get into it, he could have shown, I'll do the interview with class. We'll just talk about this. I mean, anything. Anything could have happened. But I I don't see how that did. And the thing is, you can't tell me, oh, well, technically there's this, there's that. They, They do it all the time. All right, TNT, everybody does it all the time. They do interviews with the studio, with people at the games. It always happens. So you can't tell me we couldn't figure it out. We couldn't look it up. Something is up. I hope somebody asks. I hope somebody's in the position to say, hey, why didn't this happen? Somebody that has the ear of TNT or the Jazz can ask that question. Go Because it, it, clearly that's something that there's a reason why. The first time I could see, all right, well, maybe uh, it was still kind of weak. But, uh, okay, this is just, oh, come on, man. The dude had 45. Five was the ending of a great game. You're not going to have Shaq yeah. talk to him? If nothing else, you could do a Johnny drama and just yell, victory, and walk <laughs> off. <laughs> 
Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Uh, coming up in 90 seconds, we got more on this game from the side of the team that didn't want to shoot the ball at the end. Uh, <laughs> wait till you hear what Rudy Gobert had to say about the Clippers <laughs> following this game. Yikes! That's coming up in 90, but first... Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I ask you, what kind of respect do the Jazz have for the Clippers at the end of games when you get Zero. this <laughs> When you get this guy. You got to let me ask before you give me the rhetorical answer, Mike Harmon. You got to let me ask a question for him. Okay. I just thought we were starting from negative. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of respect do the Jazz have for the Clippers at the end of games when this is the quote from Rudy Gobert following the game? Now, the game ended as, as you just heard Ralph play the highlight. Uh, the Clippers had the ball with a chance to tie the game. Kawhi Leonard had the ball, didn't want it, passed to Paul George. Paul George didn't want it, back to Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi didn't want it, passed to Marcus Morris, who got his three-point blocked Jazz win game one. After the game was over, Gobert was asked about his game-saving block, and he said, quote, I kind of fake helped and knew they were going to go to Morris, so I just tried to contest it as best as I could. Now, he wasn't quite Hakeem Warwick leaping out on Michael Lee from Syracuse, Kansas, but he did get out there on Morris. But what does that tell you when the defensive player of the year knows one of the top two guys on the team, the two biggest stars, neither of them are going to take this shot. It's going to be Marcus Morris is going to take this shot. What what does that tell you about the respect they have for these players when they go, we know at the end neither of these guys is going to take this shot? Neither guy wants the ball. I mean, they played hot potato, right? That little, hey, Paul George coming past Kawhi Leonard, sets screen, he gets George the ball, and then it comes right back to Kawhi's hands, and he's got an opportunity to dribble. Uh, You know, he's still five-point whatever on the clock and instead looks over to Morris. And and you got Gobert in no man's land. I mean, he, he had no no fear that Kawhi Leonard, the guy that's been put up on the dais as one of the greats in the game where we're standing right now. Some would say that for a while he held that number one status, you know, a placeholder while Kevin Durant got himself right physically. Uh, and, you know, LeBron's always circling around there. Um, that That's kind of a big deal. I mean, I, I, I could see not – trusting or, or not believing and def- playing defensively knowing Paul George probably didn't want that shot, but it's a big indictment to say, hey, they, you, Kawhi's not going to want any of that smoke either. You know, and, and the other part of it is this, is that we obviously you see two guys that don't want to take shots. I mean, this is clearly what we've seen for Paul George. It's kind of a newer phenomenon with Kawhi Leonard a bit, but clearly this is who Paul George has been. Paul George had the chance to potentially take the game-winning shot in the last series against the Mavericks, and what did he do? He passes the ball to Terrence Mann on the wing. Mann is afraid to shoot a layup, and the Clippers don't get a shot, and they lose. Bad right job now, by Batum, yeah. If, exactly. I'll tell you. If, uh, yeah, and he's the guy taking the shot at the 
end, right? Not so it's 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 Nicholas Batum and Marcus Morris are take have taken the last two shots with the game on the line for the Clippers in the final seconds. I mean, what does that tell you? I mean, I don't even know that I would put Paul George on the floor at the end of games anymore. I don't know if they would Ooh. have just in the corner as a decoy. Look, you're not going to take the shot, so we're not going to pass you the ball. I mean, really, something, something's got to give where you have to make sure you have some kind of play call. And I know Ty Lue is getting a lot of heat right now because he didn't call a timeout. I'm actually okay with that because I like the controlled chaos because when you get to call up a play, the other team gets to call up a defense. But clearly, great job coaching by Quinn Snyder because you saw the Jazz were all out guarding the perimeter because they knew the Clippers had to take a three, and the Clippers – had no way to get that good shot off enough where one of their good players can do it. But still, I kind of like the fact that, okay, with the controlled chaos in the back, it should be advantage for the offense, but clearly that's not the case. Ty Lue's going to look at that and go, okay, from now on i got to call a timeout and set up a play. And I ain't set it up for Paul George because clearly he wants nothing to do with the basketball. Get I mean, really, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't know what else, I, I don't know what else you can do if you're the Clippers at this point. It's such big, epic fails at the end of games. And sometimes some teams just can't – execute the end of games like others but when you have Kawhi and Paul George you got the you know who's taking the shots one of these guys has to take the shot you can't have it just be Kawhi and passing it off I'd rather have Kawhi at that point take a couple of dribbles and take a contested three or get somebody up in the air and he winds up getting to the free throw line to try to make three to send the game to overtime something like that you got to see in in the in the in, in the game when he took that bad three there were still 10 seconds left when he took that contested three you were other things you can do this is game's coming down to the end dude this is your time take the shot find a way you only have one guy on you you don't have three guys on you we just at this point saying something nice about Steph Curry this is not Steph Curry where he's got two and three guys and behind a three-point line he's got nowhere to go you got one guy on you, you're taller than he is I, and, and Kawhi still wouldn't take the shot I mean well, that is that's, have, just, what was it? that's baffling uh, Ingles was out on him I think mm-hmm. and it's like get him take him off the dribble you, you got time to take two dribbles towards either the uh, the center of the court or or wherever you want to go. Obviously, you don't want to go drifting down where Gobert, you know, really can commit to you. But either way, passing the ball off to Morris is just going to be a head scratcher uh, and, and one that they're going to look back, right, because they got this game. They were in it. No Conley. Uh, and, and Reggie Jackson played seven, 17 minutes and fouled out. So you, you gave it – you had the best shot you possibly could to steal one here even with mm. those things working, uh, one in your favor, one against you, and you've got guys that shrink away from a big moment after coming up with so many of them to advance in the last round. That's the other thing that's so puzzling, right? After the game seven that Kawhi had that you have this. Mm. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend Mike Harmon. Uh, more on the crazy ending in this game. Plus, uh, the one city I can't go to anymore after Uh-oh. one of my NBA takes in the last half hour. Yeah, I can't go there anymore. And the thing is, I like going to this city. I go to this city a lot. Now I can't go anymore. Do you need to leave? Is that- I, no, no. L.A., I'm good. It's another city I can't go oh, to. Okay. It's coming up next. Wait, go ahead, Ty. You should play it. Miami! (laughs) I finally give you an open shot to play the Cleveland, and you don't play it? And you know what? He he didn't take the shot, just like Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. (laughs) Alex Tyshirt is the Paul George of this show. No, you're Kawhi Leonard. You try to pass me a shot I don't want. I like (laughs) that. So now I'm going to give it right back to you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's coming up next. Give it right here, Fox. Do you feel me loving you? 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh! Where we are still reacting to the thrilling ending between the Jazz and the Clippers. 112-109 is the final. Uh, This because the Clippers with a chance to tie the game at the end. They were a three-pointer away. Kawhi Leonard didn't want it. Passed the ball to Paul George. Paul George didn't want it at all. Gave it back to Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi decided, I don't want the shot. Passed to Marcus Morris, who takes a three that gets blocked by Rudy Gobert. And the Jazz win it 112 to 109. Now, just think about this for a second, all right? Just for a second before we get into the city I can't go to anymore. Uh, <laughs> the last two games for the Clippers that have come down to the final shot, right? Those shots have been taken by Marcus Morris and Nicholas Batum. Right, mm-hmm. that that that's that's something that is inexplainable, and so now I am going to be very surprised. And they were both shots that came in the flow of the game. Right, Tyloo didn't call a timeout tonight, and he didn't call a timeout last game. Right, in in, in the series right. against the Mavericks, and I like I said, I like that. I like being because you think the uh, the advantage is on the offense there, but this is now two games in a row where you have seen that's not the case. So now, if you're Ty Lu, when that comes up again, it's a timeout, and you drop the bleep and play you want, and you get the ball to Kawhi Leonard, and you may say, Kawhi, you are finding a way to take this shot. Paul George, I don't want you near the play. You just get away from it because clearly you don't want the ball. So this is how we're going to do it. We're going to try to find a way to come in off a screen. Kawhi, you're going to take it. We're going to try to match you up on a smaller guy, and you're going to take this shot. Don't pass it. Don't give it to anybody else. You're going to take this shot, and that's how it's going to go. And that's, we're going to sit here. We're done now. So here's the rest of the timeout. It's going to be me telling you this is how we're going to inbound the ball and get it to you. And, Paul, when the ball is inbound, you get as far away from the basketball as possible. And maybe somebody will just feel like we should chase you because you're the second-best player on the floor. But you really, you're not going to get the ball. So maybe that opens it up a little bit for Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi, you are taking this shot. Okay? You've done it before. I don't know why you haven't done it now. But you're going to take this shot. And that's how I dropped the final play in the huddle for the, for the Clippers. Yeah, I'm looking back. I, of course, uh, I'm, I don't have it in front of me. I'm, I'm assuming there was still a uh, – yeah, they still had a timeout. Right, so we we have that in the holster. If nothing else, once Kawhi got the ball back at whatever it was, five point seven seconds, call the timeout then. Mm-hmm. Right, you've now they've now shown their hand of, of coming out and everybody playing at the three point line, which you would assume they would do. Right, you need a three anyway, but you've seen the the rotation. You've seen how how they've come out to defend. So then call your timeout, reset, and as you say, find find a way to get Kawhi an open look. Uh, again, this this hurts that you didn't have Reggie Jackson, who you would turn to for three-point shooting. He'd already made the three before foul trouble sent him to the bench, and ultimately he fouls out uh, very early uh, into the uh, the fourth quarter. So uh, difficult loss for the Clippers, but we saw him battle back. This is a different animal, quite obviously. Um, but you are still playing against a, a beast that, that's a scorer. Uh, the only problem is now you actually have guys that can step up and be a number two, unlike last series. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Porzingis. <laughs> 
So that's going to be what hopefully the clip look. And at some point, the when you keep blowing games at the end, eventually you're going to run out of miracles. It's still only game one of the series, but still you wonder, is this the one that changes it? Because, look, there's always a game that changes the momentum of the series. Usually it's later on, but sometimes it's game one. And this was one the Clippers had. They didn't, they didn't have it, but it's still early. They can still flip things around. But eventually, you give games away. Other teams aren't going to allow you to come back. Like, this, you got to fight Dallas. like you're running out of time. Exactly. Yeah, this is, this is a better team than the Dallas Mavericks are. Uh, now, a city I can't go to anymore, which is too bad because I really like going here. I can't go to Phoenix anymore, Mike Harmon. Phoenix? I can't, I can't I go to I figured you were banned from Los Angeles that the Kobe Bryant fans were mad at you. Uh, no, no, no. I, I can't go to Phoenix because, uh, you know, what I told you, and I've said this many times, the closest thing the NBA has to Kobe Bryant is Donovan Mitchell. And you're seeing games like tonight. People just don't see him as much, but we do. And this is the kind of guy he is, the streakiness. And all I've gotten, oh, my God, Suns fans are just killing me in my time. It's Devin Booker. It's Devin Booker. Yes, because Devin Booker's had a couple of games where he scored a lot of points. He had a 75-point game. Uh, Yeah, I'll still take Donovan Mitchell. I'll take Donovan Mitchell at the end of clutch games more than I will take Devin Booker right now. And, and that's easy. That, that's, not, that's not even a debate for me right now. And Booker's great. He had the great closeout game against the Lakers, but clearly the Lakers weren't really good. So it's not like, you know, he, he didn't close out a team, uh, you know, to get to the NBA Finals. It was still a great performance by Devin Booker. Don't get me wrong. But big games, playoff games, how I've seen him do it, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll take Don Mitchell, who's 24, over Devin Booker right now for being that guy, 100%. Look at you. Now you got to get them mad at you. You can't go to Arizona anymore. No, and I like going there. I like Phoenix. Uh, well, I mean, you you were out partying a couple months ago, so I know it's it's all good. Uh, you get 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 your freak freak on. You'll have to find a new place <laughs> if you would like to house Jason Smith at How About a Fresca. <laughs> he'll come and he'll act the fool and he'll bring you a cheesy burrito. Uh, oh no no! Uh, you're gonna bring me what? A quesarito. Quesarito greater than Nikola Jokic. My buddy Ben Maller coming up next. Quesarito yo. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free an epic matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with american express you breeze through the card member entrance stop by the lounge now it's almost tip off and everyone's already on their feet This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.